Hello, everyone. Hi. Oh, hi, Ian. Hello. Do you know why we're here? How are you doing? Uh, <laughs> where that not came today. from. Not today. <laughs> we are here for Cracker Classics. Yay! A weekly podcast in which these two white guys watch an old movie and shake our heads at the people of the past. And present. Wow. Just still doing it. <laughs> still around. Just not as blatantly. Well, Is sometimes, it? sometimes. Yeah, all right, fine. Depends on who Damn you it. talk to. <laughs> I'll shut up now. Okay. <laughs> uh, especially because I know nothing about today's movie. Mm, I know very little. I know the title, and I just saw that it's Cary Grant, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You have Cary Grant and Grace Kelly. Oh, God. This is... To Catch a Thief. This is a Hitchcock film. Ooh, even better. But I get the vibe that it's not as Hitchcock-y as a normal Hitchcock film. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, um, just as Cary Grant is a cat burglar jewel thief guy. Oh. But he's, like, retired. (laughs) Came back for one last job. Sort of. (laughs) There's a new cat burglar who's, like, doing what he did and showing him up. So he Oh, wait, is this that Simpsons episode? Which Simpsons episode? There's a lot with, of with, with the cat burglar, where it's buried under the giant T. No, that's it's a mad, 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 mad world. Is it? At least the ending is. Okay. The whole cat burglar part's a little different. And yeah. I don't know if there's a connection there. Probably not, because that was just a cat burglar, and Homer was like, the cops suck, I'm going to be my own cop. Yeah. All right. And then we go into mad, mad world with... With the car in the lake and yeah, yeah, <laughs> everyone going to the giant tea. I don't think it's a spoof of that, but I've never seen this, so I don't know. <laughs> well, we will find out. I love discovering old cultural references that. Mm-hmm. Oh, this makes my childhood make more sense. Yeah, we've come across this before. <laughs> Several. There might be something in here. I, don't, I really don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do kind of get the vibe that it's a comeback for one big score, but. To prove my dominance over the new young blood. Yeah. Show up these whippersnappers. <laughs> I'm better at doing illegal things than you are. So it's a pure ego trip. So it might be extremely relevant to today's times. <laughs> yeah. We will have to see. I looked at the cast and I only recognized Cary Grant and Grace Kelly. Yeah, she's not far off from becoming Princess Grace and leaving the acting world behind, is she? No, this, what did it say, 55 this was made? I think so. I think it was around that time she became princess. Yeah. Maybe early 60s, maybe. Yeah, look it up. I should have done that. This is what Google is for. After seeing a bunch of royals recently at a certain funeral, I've suddenly thought about all the, the cousins. Because they're all related to each other, <laughs> one form or another. Oh shit, she was young when she died. Yeah, she was. 52. Yep, she became Princess of Monaco in April of 1956. Ah, so this is the end of her fabled Hollywood career. Pretty close to it, yep. Oh, she won Best Actress in, for The Country Girl. Yeah, I knew she we won should watch Oscar. that. Oh, we have. She was She was in Rear Window. 
Oh, duh. That's right. Durr. Duh. Durr. <laughs> and Dial M for Murder. Oh, we didn't watch that one yet. We, we, done that we yet. watched M. That's right. Big I don't difference. know why I always get those confused, but yeah, I do. Big difference there. <laughs> Let's involve murder, but one you're dialing and the other one is it's just on your hand. <laughs> but we're not talking murder here. We're no. talking petty theft. Yay. But maybe murder? I mean, it, it is Hitchcock. That's possible. There's usually one in there, even if it's a bird that does it. <laughs> I think that's why I'm not feeling like this is all too Hitchcock- Hitchcocky. I don't get the vibes of murder. Yeah. It seems uh, not sinistery, suspenseful enough to be Hitchcock. So hopefully I'll be pleasantly surprised. We shall see. I think we should get to it. Alrighty. We shall get started and be back for intermission impressions and maybe murder. We'll cross our fingers. Hopefully. People must die. Unless we lose fingers and can't cross them in the meantime. That would suck. Depends on which fingers you lose. No, I think losing any fingers would suck. Well, true. Even if it is the pinky, the one that I use least. Well, I guess the ring finger is the one I use least. We can always cross toes. Maybe. You can. I can with these toes, yes. I got short little toes. Very difficult to cross. Sorry, I'm barefoot. My feet are cold. (laughs) Then put some socks on. All right, all right. We'll be back. So, uh, Grace Kelly's the thief, yes? Yeah, that's kind (laughs) of what I'm thinking. Yeah. It's been established, but I'm pretty sure it's Grace Kelly who's the thief here. I, uh, yeah, yeah. And she knows exactly who Roby is. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's putting the moves on him. Uh Uh-huh. And he's not figuring it out. Not savvy. Yeah. Well, he is savvy, just not when it comes to a pretty girl. Yeah. He has met his match. Yeah, and he thinks he's being all smooth and... (laughs) Well, that's just his nature. He's always... Assumed he's been smooth. It's Cary Grant. Exactly. (laughs) He's been getting away with murder his entire life because he's hot and smooth. Not murder. Just theft. Well, whatever the hell he damn well pleases. It's Cary Grant. It would not surprise me if there's a murder or two in his past. Well, that was war. War is different. It's not murder if it's during the war. Well, wasn't even talking about war. I mean, we're, we're just, you're just on the character. I'm on Cary Grant, period. Oh, like, oh, as a see. human being. <laughs> oh, well. There's probably some skeletons in that closet, yes. Real and figurative. Well, yeah. With an ass a... like that, there's going to be skeletons <laughs> in your closet. It's a big closet, too. <laughs> um, it fits well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a roommate for how long? 15 years? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> who did not move out and became extremely jealous when he married for the... a year or so. Yeah. He was married. <laughs> Try to dispel rumors. <laughs> uh, anyway. At least in here, he only stole from people who wouldn't go hungry. <laughs> Which I actually really like that. Yeah. If you're going to be a thief... Yeah, absolutely. Steal from people who, yeah, they might miss it, but they're not going to die over it. Yeah. Should not be spending your eating money on jewelry. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, insurance is gambling. Absolutely and is. I love that we make that point in here. Yes. And it's it's like gambling and theft. 
because it, you know you're gambling with money that other people gave you to keep them safe. Well, you're not trying to keep, keep them, their things. You're not safe, keeping their things safe. You're betting that they won't get stolen. That's the whole thing of insurance. Yeah, that, that's what I'm trying to say. You're betting that totally, nothing's going to happen. Yeah, you're betting on stability. Yep. And a conservative everything for all time. Uh, wouldn't say conservative. Well, British conservative stability. Yeah, yeah. Nothing bad happening. Just yeah, we have this guy from Lloyd's of London who's like, everything will be fine, but we're still going to take your money just in case it's not fine. Yeah, but don't worry, everything will be fine. Meanwhile, I'll cheat on my expense account as I tell you that everything will be fine. Yep, but of course, everyone's telling him to cheat on his expense account. Just the one rich Except for woman. Roby. Yeah, I guess you're right. Roby was like, "Hey, shouldn't do that because someday you'll regret it." And... Yeah, that was him making the. the point of yeah yeah have you ever stolen in your life yeah you have you might not admit to it but you have you won't mm-hmm. admit to yourself that that's what you were doing but you were definitely doing mm-hmm. it yeah I, I like his uh approach here yeah you know there's it's sort of a case of mistaken identity yeah because he's the famous jewel thief and all of a sudden this copycat's doing what he would do yep of course everyone thinks it's him but he's going through means of like insurance and finding out who the rich people with the jewels are and trying to catch the thief that way, which I think is kind of smart. Yeah, absolutely. You're much more likely to catch, <laughs> to catch a thief mm-hmm. <laughs> if you know how to steal. Like, and be one step ahead of the thief. Well, it's like anything. You have to know what you're getting into the only way to truly know is to have been there yeah that's true and that's why you have the guy who everyone thinks is doing it and figure it out that's why we hired frank abagnale after all of his shenanigans Mm -hmm. the fbi was like all right how do we fix all these loopholes you exploited so Mm -hmm. handily (laughs) we need to do more of that yeah I mean, absolutely. I, I, that's where, where, where I have part of my issue with prisons. They don't solve the problem. They make it worse. Well, duh. Whereas... Prisons aren't there to solve the problems. They're there to hide the problems. Yes. Put it over there. Yeah. In a box. Whereas the right way to do it is you take those people and you train them in useful skills and also at the same time make use of the skills they've gained to help you deal with the root of the actual problem that you're locking them away for in the first place. But, but the root of the problem is how we make our money. <laughs> We're not going to do that. And we don't want to look at that. We're not going to look at that. That's why we shove them in prison. And mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you tried to expose our system. Go over there in your box. We, 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 we will, And we will tell you when you have been rehabilitated to our standards. We, we, we cannot acknowledge the fact that you got into this because there were no legitimate options available to you. No legal way for you to make a reasonable amount of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or you're the sacrificial lamb. Yep. You doing what we doing, but you got caught, so... (laughs) Tough luck. Well, that's what white-collar prisons are for. That's true. They're tennis courts and expensive meals. There's not much about prison in here. No. Because he was in jail with all of his cohorts. 
And then the, the Nazis burned down the prison? No, it was something to do with the resistance. No, but they were in prison and then they escaped somehow. The prison got bombed the and they joined the resistance. I don't know who bombed the prison. I don't know what resistance exactly. We're I'm assuming about. this is World probably War... Nazis. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this is being World 50s. War Two. Yeah, that makes sense. This is 1955. Fifteen years before that was 1940. Yeah. The only time France has had a resistance in the past 250 years was with the Nazis. Yeah. At least an effective resistance. Can't count yellow jackets as a resistance. <laughs> uh, I like how where you have uh, it's a lot of French in here, but we don't get subtitles. Yeah, I think that's fun. Well, that's I, I've noticed that a lot in these older movies. They they use foreign languages and they don't give you subtitles. They just kind of expect you either know the language or accept that you're not going to know what they're saying. Which is fine. Yeah, it's I mean, for the most part you can pick up the gist. Yeah. And it's not all that important. Yeah. I mean, we gotta... And it adds to the intrigue. Yeah. Because it's sort of like, ooh, what's going on? Mystery, mystery. Oh. That, that is one area where old movies are a little more progressive than modern ones. Well, we're starting to get into using foreign language in movies again, but we subtitle it. Mm-hmm. But back then, they just did it. And if you don't understand, too bad. I still think it boils down to its importance. In the story. Yeah. Like, if there's really important dialogue happening in French, I'm sure they'll give us subtitles. But this is Hitchcock, and everything's going to be a mystery. Yes. <laughs> there's at least that part in here. You know, earlier I said, this doesn't feel like it's going to be all that Hitchcocky. The intrigue and the mystery is, is in there. And him sitting next to Cary Grant on the bus, I mean... That was... Well, yeah, he makes an appearance. <laughs> He's in there. He's always in there, but... Yeah. But there's been no murder. Yeah. There's been a lot more comedy than anything. Yeah, this, this is... the is... funniest Hitchcock movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I I have been thoroughly enjoying it so far. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is dialogue humor. Like with the rich yeah. Mrs. Stevens. Which, can we talk about her? Absolutely. <laughs> she's... She's great. She's great, but she's almost a not believable rich person. How so? She talks a little too openly about her situation. Almost as if she's recently rich. She's new money. She is new money. Did they figure out where her money comes from? Yeah, the oil that her husband didn't realize well, was under the ground. Right. Yeah. Her husband died. I find all this oil on our two-bit ranch, and now yes. I'm super fucking rich. You're right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm sorry. I completely just <laughs> glossed over, over that. Yeah. <laughs> So then it, I guess this is tracking. It does make a lot of sense. Well, I'm the rich person. I shouldn't have to tip. <laughs> tip will just go split among people who didn't do their job. Well, being a huge fan of tipping, kind of get where she's coming from, especially like with the background and the fact that she is new money. Mm -hmm. It's the built-in tip that you can't do anything about. Mm -hmm. Whereas, especially then, the idea of tipping was still theoretically as a thing for service. Like, you're paying for someone doing their job well. Whereas, if it's compulsory at a set amount, you're not paying for someone to do their job well. You're essentially just paying them, which is where we've hit nowadays. Like, tipping's not compulsory, but it kind of is. 
um, because that's how people get paid. It's not in addition to reasonable pay. Mm-hmm. So well, you... it was never really in addition to reasonable pay, but it was more a reward for service well done. Well, are you thinking of the American point of view of tipping or the French point of view of tipping? Yes. Because <laughs> I always thought compulsory tipping is like paying for labor. It depends on what the base pay is. Well, you're not going to know that. My understanding is in European countries, the base pay is much more reasonable. Well, this is true. It's not two thirteen an hour. No, of course not. Like, you're paid to do your job. And I know in some countries, tipping is actually rude. Mm-hmm. Um, because they get paid they perfectly get, fine without yeah, tips. Yeah, exactly. And tipping is really condescending when you get down to it. Oh, yeah. I've never been all that comfortable with tipping, but it's just what you do here. Do you reward for service? I tip well because I know that's the only way these people are getting paid. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm one of these people. Yeah. So. <laughs> there have been very, very few occasions where I paid under 20, 15%. Yeah. Or you know, didn't tip at all. And that's because you really worked hard to not earn your tip. Yeah. If to... you just worked a little harder to... If you do had your job. simply done your job to a minimum acceptable mm-hmm. standard, 15, 20%. Well, that's kind of why I've always looked at tips but, as paying for labor. Yeah. As if you're fixing a car. They're fixing my food. And I contribute to you're paying fixing the labor your for it. Your you're fixing my experience. You're mm-hmm. bringing me the food. And, yeah. I mean, it may as well be compulsory. It, because yeah. then it'll be a set amount and then you get paid a set amount. Just like getting paid for labor, and that's your set wage. Instead of it being really willy-nilly and all over the place, where this guy only paid you like 5% on a $700 bill, and it's so screwed up, and it does not... um, I don't want to use the word fair, because nobody likes to use that word anymore. It does not accurately represent the value of the labor It is not economically viable. Let's go with that. (laughs) I don't know about viable, but... Accurate to effort to the labor provided. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's. I mean, wages aren't accurate to the labor provided. <laughs> now we're into it. Yeah. Don't even get me started on that. But but we've gone kind of far afield. Yes, we are. Uh, there's, there, sort of, there's a movie with Cary Grant. There's sort of class clingy pants. In here. Um, <laughs> yeah. the, the, which somehow made his ass look better than the wet bathing suit. And, well, that was a hideous bathing suit. That was a hideous bathing Most suit. Most 50s bathing suits were... <laughs> I don't know what not they were flattering. thinking, but they were not there to flatter. They were there to... I don't even know. I, I don't know. The The dude that stood over him on the beach was pretty flattered by his bathing suit. No, that's true. There was a homoerotic turn that came once Cary Grant was on the beach. Fancy that? <laughs> And it led me astray for a moment. I thought that guy was going to be like the guy he was supposed to meet, or yeah, he me is too. The thief yeah, or something. yeah. Maybe he is still the thief, and that was total foreshadowing. That's it's Hitchcock. It's entirely possible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just wish I was paying attention to his face. Well, there <laughs> I was. Distracted. There was nothing to draw attention to his face, <laughs> well, and I was distracted by other places. Well, with that bathing suit. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie's was terrible. His was not. Um, 
Well, shall we get back to it? I think we shall. See how much, how big our gambling losses are going to be at the end of this. How big of a tip should we leave? Uh, it's compulsory. We're in France. <laughs> Don't need to do the math because I'm bad at it. Well, that is helpful. Could figure out the tip in your head. Of course, it had to coalesce in a big fancy gala with all the jewels within a 10 mile radius just conveniently in one place it was nice it was very nice we got our splashy color there was an indian woman there yeah and uh servants and masks meant to depict yeah. um yeah so yeah it was wrong it wasn't grace kelly she was just an idiot <laughs> she just wanted to be a thief i get uh she was being rich tourist, I think. Yeah. Oh, this looks like fun. Let's do this. Oh, yep. we're going to run from the cops because they're following us. So I'll go 70 down this very winding, <laughs> curvy road. <laughs> yes. It's swerve to avoid a chicken. Yeah. Just hit the chicken. But if they hit the chicken, then the cops wouldn't have swerved to avoid the chicken. and That's true. Crashed. That was the point of that. Maybe I'm talking to the cops. Just hit the chicken. There you go. But seriously, I know it sucks, but hit the chicken. <laughs> You're less likely to injure yourself that way. It's true. It's not, yeah. <laughs> so she figured out who he was. and Grace Kelly? Yeah. Yeah. And then just kept hanging around him, trying to get him to confess? Or? Well... The relationship got weird when she found out all the lies that he had told her. And she seemed okay with that? Well, because she was excited by the fact that he was a jewel thief. I guess. Meanwhile, Mom was like, oh, you used to be a piece of shit. Now you're just less of a piece of shit. I respect that. Well, her husband was a piece of shit, too. Exactly, and now he's dead, so he's less of a piece of shit. And she respects that. I did love Mom. Mom was great. She got better as we went along here. <laughs> yes. fun. Yeah, my jewels were stolen. They're insured. I don't care. Yep. They're just things. I never thought I'd have, have a year a rich person have that attitude. She is, yeah. Nouveau riche, for one. Which is still unique and uncommon for even nouveau riche. Oh, yeah, nouveau riche tend to be a little more paranoid about their yeah. wealth. I know what it's like to be poor, and I don't want to go back to that. Yeah. No, no, no. But she was like, oh, say lovey. Well, they're insured. Like, she's yeah, not losing exactly. any money. She's not worried about it. Very healthy attitude. I got tired of wearing them anyways. <laughs> they were pointless. She even called them baubles. Yeah. Which is just trinkety well, crap. They are. Yeah, that's exactly what they are. They're shiny things to make us go, ooh. Yep. You wear lots of shiny things. You must be, ooh. <laughs> Definitely like mom. Mm-hmm. Just wish she'd raised her daughter a little better. <sighs> yeah, Grace Kelly was kind of a, yeah. They were having a fight at one point, her and her mom, of why they were always moving because like once they found the oil, yeah, yeah. they said they moved like 17 times or something. And we didn't really figure out if it was because of Mom or because of Grace Kelly. 
No, it sounded to me like that conversation, she was talking about why they moved so often before her father died. Really? Yeah, because she was intimating that uh, Grace Kelly's father was, uh, what was the word she used? A swindler. Swindler. That's right. So yeah, that's why they moved around so much. But they somehow found their way into owning a farm that they ended up finding oil on after he died. Mm -hmm. So Swindled his way into the ranch, I guess. Accidentally. Yeah. Seems to be. Um, Beverly Hillbillies on the land (laughs) that had the oil on it, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Something like that. So I that that's what I thought. But there was this vibe of you're always getting into trouble with men, and that's why we have to move. Yeah, I didn't. I may have misread that, but yeah, I, I, that's not the impression. I, I I got the impression that she was always running into trouble with men, but the moving was because her father was a swindler. Okay, maybe I'm looking at it wrong. She did seem to have terrible taste in men. She was only initially interested in Roby when she thought he was this dangerous jewel thief. Yeah. But then suddenly liked only him for st- his honesty and integrity? Or? No. Uh, yeah, she stayed I mean, interested because he turned her down. Oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I know. It's great. Some of the veneer is starting to rub off on this movie. <laughs> I still love this movie. This movie is fantastic. It was good. Um, there are certain things the veneer should come off on. I mean, Danielle was actually five years older than Grace Kelly, <laughs> yet she was supposed to be like this kid who's younger than Grace Kelly and making fun of Grace <laughs> Kelly for being old. Um, uh. And lest we forget, Grace Kelly is half. Harry Grant's age in this movie. Which you Half. Think, they sort of <laughs> hint at the age difference in here a little bit. You know, you have this yeah, experience. Treat it like thief. it's. No, it's not in the dialogue, it, no. They, they, they treat it like, oh, he's a great match for her, or she's a great match, because he's an established gentleman, and she's True. a young, rich girl, which is a great match. Well, pretty rich girl for an established gentleman. For the time. In their socioeconomic class. <laughs> it would be a great business venture. Because that's marriage to rich people. It's a great business venture. We will marry our two accounts together. Oh, wait. You're not a lumberman from Portland, Oregon? Well, as long as you're still rich. She did like the house he had. Yeah, it's a nice house. It was, it was a nice house. Yeah. Really nice house. But it's on the French Riviera. Yep. I'm sure any not nice houses have been bulldozed by now. Yep. On the Riviera. Snapped up by rich people. And gentrified. Yep. I'm trying to think what else was weird here. Uh, For the most part, aside from a lack of representation, it's pretty decent. The fact that the new cat was female is rather progressive for the time. Yeah. Because you don't suspect the woman. That's probably part of it, but... She had haircut like a boy. Does that count for something? The whole page boy thing. Mm Mm-hmm. That was cute on her, for sure. Yeah. She wore it well. And I suppose we should have seen it coming that it was her... Not Grace Kelly. I suspected that. I don't know if I said that when we were talking. 
kind of when she's talking about running away to South America with him, and she knows how to fence stolen jewelry and. Yeah, but that also could have been a red herring because she was part of that resistance group at the restaurant that she could pick up on uh, how to do a lot of stuff. You learn things from the people you work with. Yep. Especially when they did interesting things. <laughs> it was a little weird when her dad died at the villa. They thought he was the, the cat burglar and that's what they reported to the yeah, papers yeah. and blah, blah, blah. But he was, why was he there? Uh, to kill Roby. But why? Cause, Is that because they still thought he was the burglar? Yes. Okay. He was putting them all at risk. So they knew he was casing the joint, but there was another guy also casing the joint. Yeah, I want to know who whacked the guy with the wrench. Because that wasn't Cary Grant. Cary Grant was getting strangled, and someone else came up and whacked dude with a wrench. We never find out who that was. Yeah, unless it was her killing her own father. Which, we see, I thought initially it was the new cat doing that, but finding out that that was her father... I'm less inclined. It makes it weird, yeah. Yeah, so don't think about that. Just just ignore it and let the movie be great. Because sure. it's a great movie. There's the whole she did the legwork thing. Yeah. So, but, I mean, you say that he was there to kill Gary Grant. Yeah. But wasn't he also there to case the joint with her? And Maybe. then they find him and... But that doesn't get explain who whacked him with the wrench. And then she goes, oh shit, you've been compromised. I must get rid of you to save myself. But that's her father. Mm, true. Let's see, this was airtight. And he is killing Cary Grant. Here. Like, she would essentially have been saving Cary Grant by killing her father, which makes no sense. That's true, because then that compromises her further in the future. Yep. Yeah. Though, it, does it? Because... The whole time he was being made out to be the patsy. Everyone thought it was him. But if you make him dead on scene, all you got to do is plant one of the stolen items on him. You get to keep the rest. And he's dead on scene like that case closed. It's true. If Kierkegaard was dead, then yeah. Yeah. He can't talk and he can't find the real thief. The bigger picture, if they were still going to actually rob at the party, still needed a patsy. And who better than Cary Grant to take that fall? Yeah, but you don't kill your own father to keep your patsy around. True. That doesn't work. Case in point, yeah, how this movie ends. Didn't work for (laughs) This is good, though. Great movie. Not too much wrong with it. Maybe just a couple questions as to... How we figure it out. But the way we get there is a lot of fun. Yes. And you get to see uh, rich people on vacation. Who doesn't like that? Mm. At least some terrible things kind of happen to some of them. <laughs> some of them lose their things. Oh, the poor thing losing rich people. Yeah. And still have thousands of other things that tracked in the beginning with those first few women is going oh my baby my baby <laughs> it was my diamonds but still it's the same deal to them <sighs> rich people's obsession with stuff well scream at us about your stuff on twitter at cracker classics throw your stuff at us through patreon make us the rich tourists by becoming a patron <laughs> please I want to go travel again. And, um, um, 
Trekkerclassics.com, that's a thing. Yeah, we got go check stuff that there. out. I'm sorry, I have a lot of these in my brain. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Go catch some thieves. Bye.